When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Cindy Adams Show, 77 WABC. There is a new delicious Broadway musical that has just opened. It's called Shucked. It's at the Nederlander Theater. It's fun. It's wholesome. There's no shooting. There's no filth. There's no nudity. There's no drugs, hate, or stabbings. It's about raising corn, and you mustn't miss it. In it, Alex Newell gets a standing ovation every time he opens his mouth. Trust me, go see the show. You'll love it. So, Alex Newell, he's in the delicious new play, Shucked. It's at the Nederlander Theater. He's going to walk away, run away, skip away with the Tony, I'm telling you. He is he is a fall-down Fabulous artist. Where were you born? Uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Well, Salem, Massachusetts, rather. But you don't have anything that sounds Massachusettsy. I don't. Um, I had an acting mentor that said, "You, for to be an actor, you have to have like a blank slate." And um, both of my parents are from Alabama, so if anything, I have a southern dialect that comes out if I get tired. Where were you educated? Um, in Massachusetts, I didn't form, have any formal training um, in college. I actually applied to a lot of schools for a BFA and got rejection letters from a, a majority of them. How did you get rejection letters? Why? I don't know. Um, a, a lot of things, uh, uh, depending with like auditioning and not, you know, most BFA programs have like a template that they all follow. You have your ingenue, you have your leading man, you have your comedic actress, your comedic actor, your dancer, your strong singer. And I guess I just didn't fit into one of those categories. And so I didn't get in. Oh, sweetheart, you don't fit into any category. I mean, <laughs> you are by yourself. We'll get into that. Now, tell me about show business. How did you begin? I, I really got my biggest break on a TV show called The Glee Project, and then an even bigger break after that on the TV show Glee. How'd you get it? Um, I auditioned online years and years and years and years ago, and they turned this online submission into a reality show that I lost. I lost that reality show, and the consolation prize that I got was two episodes on Glee. <laughs> but Alex, you are so different. You don't belong in any category whatsoever. How is this yeah. they could turn you down for anything? <laughs> well, thank you. I, You know, sometimes it takes a lot for people to get on board to a lot of things sometimes. Well, how did this role in Shut come to you? And then we will discuss the role. How did you, how did you get it? Um, I truly was sitting on my couch eating some chips, and the MD texted me and said, do you want to do this Broadway show that I'm working on, or do you have any interest in being on Broadway in the spring? And I was just like, sure, send it over. I would love to read it. I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to do anything for a while, just resting. And I walked in, and I 
sang the song and for Jack, the director, and Robert, the writer, and Shane and Brandy, the composers. And it was history after that. You mean to say this song that gets a standing ovation in the middle of Act One, I was there opening night, and the whole bloody audience stood up and gave you a standing ovation. You mean that song you sang cold? Yeah. <laughs> well, back then they just it was uh it was it wasn't that big of a song. It was a, a more subdued version of the song. And so what they had then the original version of it was um I'm not gonna say la- less showstoppy, but it wasn't as flashy as it used to be. As oh it is my now. god, is it flashy. You stopped the show <laughs> cold. The question now is and you have a high class answer and I know because I've been with you. Are you a boy? Are you a girl? Are you a they? What the hell are you? You know, I transcend all of that. I've never truly ever subscribed to it. Um, And it was kind of hard starting that way because when I started all those years ago, not not even that many years ago, 13 years ago with Glee, there was no terminology. There was no um, vocabulary or vernacular for non-binary or genderqueer or gender non-conforming all the way back then. And I truly had to figure it out on my own and be true and steadfast in my own self to figure it out and be comfortable with not wanting to fit into any box or label about it. I don't know how you get away with that because only you can do it. I don't know that. Do you date? Is it guys you date or women you date or what? I mean, what do you I, date? I'm, I've always been particular to a male. Honey, I love a man. I love yeah, me a too, man, a tall man. man. <laughs> <laughs> me too, but I'm not on Broadway. I, I yeah. understand. What is your lifestyle? You go home and what do you do? Do you live alone? Do you go out for, do to alone. a bar? And what do you do? I sometimes I go to a bar. You can find me at my favorite bar, Glasshouse Tavern, all the time. Um, and I just like to decompress. I love to see my friends. And if I'm not, if I'm like, if I'm a little under in the voice, I go home. I sit. I watch some trashy reality television shows. I like to turn my mind off and just like vegetate in a way and just kind of rest. I, I'm a whole proponent of rest. So, in your other plays or your other productions. Have you played a female or a male? What do you play? In this um, one, you play a, a lady and you break the house down. It's incredible. We stand and give you an ovation. What do you, What are you in other shows? Uh, you know, most of my roles either are made after me and they form them around me and there'll be non-binary or gender non-conforming. Um, or the last one when I was in Once in the Silent, I played... Uh, her name was Asaka, and she was the goddess of the earth. Yeah, well, okay, what can I do with that? I don't know what the hell to do with that. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do you? Did you? Did anything ever happen to you? Do you ever lose your drawers on stage? I was on stage when I was a kid. I lost my slip, and I thought I'd die of. of uh, I was so embarrassed. Did you ever freeze on stage? I've never frozen on stage. 
I, 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 you know, as actors, we call it the white room where you forget everything in one moment <laughs> and you have to grapple at everything. But I've, I've never, I sometimes, there was one time I was in Once Miss Island um, that I had this gorgeous um, uh, ball gown skirt that was made out of tablecloth, like a plastic oil tablecloth. And <laughs> I started my number and I remember doing the blocking and walking down the stairs and there was this massive telegram pole that was there and it got hooked onto the skirt and all I remember was getting stuck and ripping the skirt (laughs) from the hem all the way to the waist. What what did you do? What did you do? I just remember I I never stopped singing. I like shimmied out of the skirt (laughs) And I had, thank goodness, I had leggings on under it. And the last time I saw that skirt, it was going off stage with another cast member. Alec, you're terrific. Did you ever freeze, freeze on stage? Did you ever lose your, your, did you ever ad lib? I, I, there was a time that I lost, I was singing independently on when we did our out of town in Salt Lake. And I, I just lost every lyric, every lyric of the song was just out of my brain in one good moment. And I'm like, I like panic and I turned around and I look at um, one of my cast members and they just start singing. And I was like, Oh, praise God. Somebody knows it. Cause I don't right now. What about jealousy? I mean, you run away with the show. You absolutely run away with the show. And you're the thing we all talk about. We know you're going to get the Tony. So what about jealousy backstage? I, we don't have any. We're, and it's strange because I've worked on many things where jealousy is like the root of it all. And like that is the driving force about a lot of product, the production. And this one, we're, we're such a tight knit family because we depend so much on each other. Like yeah. that's the end all be all. We just like comedy is really hard. It is so hard. And like if a line isn't served to you correctly the joke doesn't land sometimes so i think we all have to trust each other in that sense and we all just genuinely like each other which i can tell you never actually happens yeah i know that i know that okay this show just opened it's going to be a hit it is a hit people want to get in and see it you are going to win the tony even though i shouldn't be saying that but that's the (laughs) truth so what are you going to do next because now you're hot as hell so what are you going to do next uh, you know, I'm working on making a grand return back to TV. I would love to be back there for a little bit. And my my dream role is still Effie and Dreamgirls. So I'm always gunning for that and then manifesting and always screaming to the rooftop that I want to play Effie and Dreamgirls. What about the wardrobe? Mine? Well, uh, Effie, yeah, yeah. Do they make something special for you? No, I'm I'm always just, they strap me in a corset and pat me on the behind and say, go get him, kid. Do you wear a wig because you had long hair when I saw you in person? Oh, I always have long hair. I love my long hair. You also have a large, gorgeous figure, honey. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, really. What happened when you first did the song? Don't tell me this song was a was a winner when you first did it. I wouldn't imagine no. it would be a winner. It, it, it wasn't, it, when I say it wasn't flashy at the beginning, it wasn't flashy. It was one of those good storyteller songs. Like, it told us who this character was. It told us who this person was and what, this, what she needed out of life. And, you know, in Salt Lake, when we did it out of town, 
like there was a great response to it, but it wasn't ending in a big flashy way. And that was like the biggest takeaway about that. And so when we came back to New York, me and the orchestrator and music director, Jason Howland, we sat there for a couple minutes and a couple days and just tried to figure out how to make it even more flashy, how to make it bigger, how to make it better, because we would sit there in Salt Lake and people would want to stand up, but we didn't give them that opportunity to stand up. And so when we came to New York, we said we have to give the people the, the chance to clap and do what they want to do naturally. Well, so what was your creation? I understand that. I understand. <laughs> okay, do you date? And what do you date? Um, you know, I date. Um, I date a lot. <laughs> Dating in New York City is always awful. But um, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm always constantly on a date. Um, and I always have a prerequisite that you have to be taller than me because I love my high heels. Oh, for God's sakes, you're still wearing <laughs> high heels. Oh, for pizza. Yes. Oh, I'm got, oh, listen, I think you're absolutely wonderful. I adored you. I have never seen an opening night audience rise to their feet the way they did. You were terrific. Drop dead great. That's what you are, Alex. Thank and I'm your you. friend you. and I'm your fan you. and I love you. Love you. Thank you so much. Thanks, sweetheart. Thanks for coming on, darling. I loved you. No worries. Anytime. Okay, hon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. The Cindy Adams Show, 77 WABC.